With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Port Adelaide are going to be looking for a new skipper in 2024 as they reflect on the season with one more game to go. We say good morning, and I believe it's also congratulations to Lauren Arnell. I think you've had some big personal news over the past couple of weeks, Lauren. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, guys. Great to great to chat to you as always. And, yeah, it's been... Um... It's been a big couple of weeks, but <laughs> great focus. Um, great focus on Erin yesterday. I thought it was a really special day for the footy club, and um, highly emotional, but a great day. Mm, yeah, there's no doubt about that, and I think she's. Uh... Uh, recognised universally for what she's done for the game, and it's and it's been so great for your club when you're trying to establish some uh, some key standards and uh, and what it looks like for your young players to have someone like that they can look up to. Must have been big help for your, what you're trying to achieve as well, Lauren. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, Bix. I think um, you know if there's anyone that has set a standard in this competition for being the absolute maximising the most you can get out of yourself it's Erin Phillips and um, I think that's one huge takeaway for Erin and, and for our whole playing group yesterday is that every opportunity you have um, you know it's unlikely that any athlete lasts and, and has the volume of success that Erin has but if you apply yourself in that manner you give yourself every opportunity. Um, it is a nice way to finish the season. It hasn't been quite the the wins and losses perhaps that you might have uh, wanted, but to be able to send her off, to be able to have the other players experience, you know, uh, this, I guess, a bigger build-up. There's probably going to be a bigger crowd there. It's still an opportunity to, to finish off on a real positive note for your season. You're absolutely right. And, um, you know, just to finish the season at Alberton and, and Aaron's career is, is hugely exciting for us. And, you know, we have been chasing that win since we came back from 20 points down against St Kilda on the road. Um, it feels like an eternity ago. And, yeah, we certainly... The message throughout this season, while we haven't had the wins and losses, is we certainly think we're capable. We just haven't been able to piece it together. And so, you know, we'll put absolutely everything that we possibly can again into this week and, and hopefully be able to send slip off in the right way. So, Lauren, the season comes and goes really quickly, and we know that in the future they are going to be longer AFLW seasons. Um, if you have a look statistically at the ladder, you can see where Port Adelaide's sitting, but I don't want to talk about where the ladder position is. I wanted to ask you about the learnings and the growth of the squad that you've put together, which will set you up for not just next year, but the next couple of years. Is that evident and obvious to you? There is momentum. Yeah, I think anyone that's watched us play from last year into this year or even pockets of this year um, will confidently tell you we're playing a better brand of football and um, and our athletes' bodies have, have developed. We've just we've got a long way to go and that's that's evident through the wins and losses ledger and where we are at in this competition currently. And yeah, there's been elements of, um, you know, we felt last year even there's games where you leave as a loss and you go, we, we could have won or we should have won that game. And then there's been elements of that again this year where you take as much learning as you can with a young group and try and teach them to, to play four quarters of footy and, and empower them to play four quarters of footy against some very experienced bodies. So there's been um, there's been some really positive steps forward. I think, um, you know, Abby Dowrick's t- taken some huge steps forward in her footy this year. 
Gemma Houghton's played um, the whole season now, which is um, nothing that we had last year. Ash Saints come into the fold as a deeper forward and, and done a pretty good job in uh, in nine games so far at our footy club. And, and Matilda Scholes, who I think has every right to put her hand up to say, look at me as the rising star of the competition. You know, she's played, she's still 18 years old and, and played nine games of footy at our footy club. And I think anyone that's come to see her play is genuinely excited about the future. I, look, I couldn't agree more. Matilda Scholes has been one that's caught my eye, the way she jumps to the footy. She's aggressive. She gets <laughs> after it on the deck. I just love watching her play. What What do you need more of? What are, Where are the holes in your side? And what are you hoping to, uh, I, I guess you can bring players in, but there's also you know going to be that sort of organic growth. Is is the growth already there or is there some, some elements that you need to bring in? Yeah, look, it's a great question. I think there's elements of growth where players are, understanding the level a lot better around where they need to get to in our group and, and then there's an element of what we're what we're really missing which is some real depth midfield and, and some elite classy midfield which can get from contest to contest and you watch the AFLW evolve over the last probably couple of seasons and the best teams have have a group of players who are at a higher level of fitness naturally than we are they've done seven pre-seasons and they've played a lot more footy together but they also have the ability to move the ball faster and and chain uh, uncontested possession better than what we can currently. So there's there's areas for growth naturally in the group, and there's areas for growth that we'll um, we'll need to make some change across the list. I don't want to get too far ahead of what 2024 looks like, but as a, a club perspective, I know that the Port Adelaide Magpies have a new captain already, but the men's team will need a new captain. Is is the process to find the replacement for Aaron, is that player-driven? Is it coach-driven, or is it just a, a collection of both? Or is this something you won't even think about until <laughs> moving into next preseason? Yeah, it's an early jump on, on that question <laughs> for us. Um, look, I, it's yeah, there's certainly a lot more to play out for us currently than, um, than the next captain for next year, but uh, the protest for us has always been um, a balance of of coaching, footy club and, and player voice. And so I um, have no doubt we'll, that we'll get to that when it's the right time. And then what about yourself, Lauren? What happens after this weekend? Can you talk through for the, the Port Adelaide fans what, what it looks like for you in the off-season apart from, you know, you've got a very busy personal life, but um, yeah, give yeah. us some of your movements. Yeah, essentially for, for coaches and for staff, it's actually quite a busy period once you once the actual games end. So we um we the AFL mandate player what we call player interviews or player exit meetings are immediate. So you, you need to get them done within the first week post your last game. Um so we'll we'll jump straight into that next week and um and then we'll have a couple of weeks of pretty heavy review and, and list management which uh the AFL dates for us that the List management goes into mid-December and, and the next draft is actually December 18. So um, while we won't be playing games, it'll definitely be a pretty busy period of time. Well, Lauren, um, we wish you all the best. This weekend's a big weekend for your team, for the footy club, for Aaron Phillips. We hope that unfolds really well. And uh, we thank you for your time throughout the year as well. You've been really accessible to us and we, uh, we love chatting about the AFLW. No, I really appreciate the support, guys, and hopefully see you down there at Aaron's last game on Saturday. Yeah, it is going to be a wonderful celebration of the contribution Erin Phillips has made to the sport in general. Bix, I mean, we can talk about her um, for for now until forever because th- there was always the the sense that she was going to have an impact I- in football. Um, and I feel like that AFLW wouldn't be as 
progressed or mainstream or have that much attention on it if it wasn't for someone like Erin Phillips. So she should be celebrated. Mm. And and the beauty of it is I, I hope that a lot of Adelaide supporters get to Alberton as well to, to say thank you because the some of those premierships wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Erin Phillips. No, no doubt about that. And I think Matthew Clark summed it up. You know, I uh, sort of flippantly said she's been amazing for the AFLW. And he, he just talked about, in a broader sense, if you think how much of an impact the AFLW ha- has had on AFL football in general then she's had an enormous impact on football, not just on the AFLW, which is a really good comment. So, yep, concur uh, absolutely with what you had to say. If you're a, if you're an Adelaide fan and you've loved what Erin um, Phillips has been able to do and you get an opportunity and you're close by, get down there and, and show your appreciation of um, what's going to be a, an, an historic day, I guess. In, in, now, let me ask you this quickly, sense. though, because, uh, yes, I know that I'm jumping the gun talking about a next captain, but someone like Erin Phillips is extremely difficult to replace. So the, when you look at leadership and uh, experience at Port Adelaide, yes, there's leaders, but there's not a lot of experience. So mm. now provides Lauren and the whole team an opportunity to see what leadership looks like to them and what their next captain looks like to them. So I guess if that is player-driven and coach-driven, it's going to be really symbolic for the club to have their, their second captain coming in and wearing that number one. Yeah, look, I think this is a process that is uh, ongoing, like, when Erin came to the club, I think everyone realised there's, you know, every player has a use-by date in terms of they can't play forever. So, you know, I, I think one of the things they would have been looking at very closely is the players that, that are showing or do have those leadership uh, qualities uh, and, and maximising those uh, opportunities for that that person or the, the people to be able to spend time with Erin, to observe, to watch. And remembering, they've also got people like, Juliet Haslam, they've got people like Rachel Spawn around the place as well. So they've got great leadership throughout the club. So I think the next captain that comes in certainly will be totally different to what Erin is. That's generally the way. Uh, and I think the trap will be, or, or the, the trick will be, to make sure they don't try and be like Erin. There, there's only one Erin mm. Phillips. That next captain has to have the confidence and the self-belief to be the best version of themselves as captain, not trying to replicate what Erin's done because that's going to be very difficult to do. 14 minutes past eight. If you missed it earlier, Mark Bickley has some breaking news about the city in which we live in, Adelaide in South Australia. Uh, We will reveal that again for you straight after this on SENSA Breakfast. Good morning.